This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, while diversity has increased at the State Department, the same can't be said for its leadership. DOD wants states to help military spouses who have to relocate. And TSA has banned its workers from using a popular social media app. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The State Department's workforce has grown more diverse over nearly two decades, but that diversity has not filtered up to the agency's higher ranks. The Government Accountability Office found the overall racial and ethnic diversity of states' workforce increased from 28% in 2002 to 32% in 2018, but the watchdog also found that the agency remains less diverse at the GS-13 level and above in the civil service and at all ranks of the Foreign Service. Meanwhile, GAO found that minority workers saw a lower rate of promotion than white employees. A clearer view of how long it takes to hire a new person to government is on the horizon. The Office of Personnel Management says agencies should begin to count time to hire for all positions and not just those posted on USA Jobs. Agencies should also start counting from the time managers check off the need for a hire to when a new employee accepts a tentative job offer. It took agencies an average of 98 days to hire a new employee in 2018. That's better than the previous year's time to hire of almost 106 days. 300,000 community partners have now been hired by the Census Bureau for the 2020 population count, despite concerns from overseers. These partners include local businesses, schools, and faith-based organizations that will try to boost the self-response rates. The Bureau aimed to meet its partnership goal by March. Earlier this month, the Government Accountability Office warned that the Bureau had missed interim deadlines to meet its partnership goal. The Energy Department faces a lawsuit over a recent decision on light bulb regulation. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has the details. Several environmental and consumer groups are steamed that DOD decided not to move ahead with new, more stringent efficiency standards for incandescent bulbs. During rulemaking, regulators determined the new standard would quadruple the retail price of the bulbs. Now, several groups, led by the Natural Resources Defense Council, have asked the Federal Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit to force energy to implement the new standards. They cite a 2007 law requiring them. I'm Tom Temin. National Guard leaders are appealing to the White House to restore funds diverted for a wall on the southern border. The Adjutant's General Association wants President Trump and the Defense Department to give the Guard back its $1.7 billion now slated for the wall. They claim the National Guard is specifically targeted by the cuts. The Pentagon looks to give states a nudge towards helping military spouses get the licenses they need to work after moving. A new report lays out recommendations for how states can ease the process. The main one is implementing policies that are on the books but not yet in use. The final goal is for states to make interstate compacts for specific occupations so spouses can move from one state to another without going through the red tape of being recertified. An Arkansas man faces federal arson charges for allegedly trying to blow up a vehicle in one of the Pentagon's parking lots. Pentagon police say they caught Matthew Richardson trying to ignite a Land Rover's gas tank with a cigarette lighter and a piece of fabric on Monday. The vehicle belongs to a Pentagon employee who claims not to know Richardson. Officers say they arrested him in Arlington National Cemetery a short while after the incident. 
The long saga of electronic health record interoperability is getting a fresh look from the inspectors general at the Veterans Affairs and Defense Departments. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has the details. The two IGs say they're launching a rare joint audit to figure out how their department's latest efforts at a seamless health record are working. Both VA and DOD have committed to billions of dollars in spending on variants of Cerner's Millennium Electronic Health Record, but both have run into implementation challenges. VA officials have decided to delay the first round of rollouts. They're scheduled to appear on Capitol Hill later this week to explain the reasons. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. After congressional complaints, the Transportation Security Administration has banned its employees from using the social media app TikTok, according to The Hill. The TSA's ban of the video platform follows both the Army and Navy's bans. The concern stems from the app's Chinese ownership and its potential security issues. DHS is playing catch-up when it comes to the fight against ransomware. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. Calling it the scourge of the internet? Chris Krebs says the Homeland Security Department was late to the game in recognizing the threat of ransomware. The director of the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, says only through broad threat intelligence sharing can agencies in the private sector defend against ransomware and other cyber attack vectors. Speaking at the RSA conference in San Francisco, Krebs says DHS, the intelligence community, and the private sector must work together to better understand the threat landscape and conditions to stay ahead of the hackers. I'm Jason Miller. The Thrift Savings Plan still cannot pass its annual cybersecurity audit, but there are several signs the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board is improving. Seven metrics on the Federal Information Security Modernization Act model improved by one maturity level or more. But an independent consultant says the agency still needs a comprehensive information security program. The consultant says the agency has too many conflicting priorities and too few resources to support multiple IT initiatives. And Republicans on the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee have named their new leader to focus on federal building and emergency management issues. Congressman John Katko will now serve as the ranking member of the Subcommittee on Economic Development, Public Buildings, and Emergency Management. Congressman Sam Graves, ranking member of the full committee, appointed Katko to the leadership role. Congressman Mark Meadows previously served as the subcommittee's ranking member. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 